Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. It is difficult to believe in the first principle, the inherent worth and dignity of every being. But to believe in this principle means to practice it, to be the good and the kindness you wish to see in the world. A small kindness can change everything. And by practicing it, I think it becomes easier to believe it. A week ago, I was talking with my friend Jay. She and I have very different outlooks on life. I think in part based on our very different life experiences. We agree that I'm an optimist. I think that she's a pessimist and she believes herself to be a realist. We have agreed to disagree. Our views of the world are fundamentally different and seem to be shaped by how we view people. I, to my core, believe that people are inherently good. She believes that people as a whole are cruel, that humanity has consistently done terrible things to one another. And honestly, I don't disagree. It's hard to look at the world as it existed in the past and how it has come to be now and believe that people are inherently good. I'm sure we all get asked this question a lot when we try to explain Unitarian Universalism. How can we believe in the inherent worth and dignity of every being? The first principle is a difficult one to grapple with. To encounter the cruelty of the world on an everyday basis, in the news and on social media, is exhausting. When every news story is about the most recent injustice or act of violence, it is easy to become indifferent. That constant barrage of inhumanity makes it so difficult to believe in the inherent worth and dignity of every being. So how do we strengthen our belief in the first principle? If you'll indulge me for a minute, I want to talk about a song I heard the other day. Music has had a major influence on my life. I think in one year I listened over to over 100,000 minutes of music, which is more than two months worth. I take a lot of my wisdom from song lyrics, a form of poetry in their own way. A new favorite artist of mine, Alex Walton, released two new songs in June. I was dancing in the kitchen of my apartment to the first song, but when I heard this line in the second song, I stopped. She sings, some people only come into your life for a short while. And these people who come into your life for a short while have the potential to change everything. I've heard sentiments in music before similar to that, but for some reason, she reached out to me through this song. Some people have the potential to change everything. Throughout my whole life, I've been involved in a lot of activist movements. It's the nature of my being. I have two very powerful moms. In school, I major in classics and Africana studies. I focus my studies on how the past continues to affect the present and how we can use that knowledge to change the future. 
my education, both in school and out of school, has led me to a life of working towards meaningful difference. But sometimes, that pressure to create meaningful, long-lasting change gets overwhelming. How am I, as one person, supposed to tackle entire systems of discrimination? How can I, as one person, take on the cruelty of the world? It seems daunting at times. But this is where Alex Walton's message comes in. We don't have to change the world. We just have to change someone's world. For me, this seems a lot easier to manage. But if that seems like too much, I think we could make it even simpler. You don't have to change someone's world, just a moment in time. I think of small moments, like the woman who asked me to buy a coffee for her in JP. I was on my way to an interview when a possibly unhoused woman asked if I could buy her a coffee. I was late to my interview, so I said, I'm sorry, I can't, and kept walking. But I kept her in my mind, and when I was walking home, I saw her again. I approached and asked, did you still want that coffee? When she told me her order and I came back with a medium coffee with two creams and two sugars, we formed a connection, if only for that moment. When I passed her by after doing some shopping, she said thank you again, and I haven't seen her since. The relationship might have been temporary, but it has meaning, and I can think about her today and smile, and hopefully she remembers my kindness as well. Or I think of the time I was waiting at the bus stop when it suddenly started pouring rain, and a man appeared out of nowhere and handed me this pink umbrella with a gold chain on it. I opened the umbrella and turned around to thank him, but he was already gone. I used the umbrella for a few months, and then one day, when I went to look for it, the umbrella was gone. Maybe I lost it, but I prefer to think it went to someone who needed it. When I think of magical realism, I think of that umbrella and the man who gifted it to me. Maybe these people didn't change everything, and I didn't change everything for them. But at the moment, I think we mattered to one another. I know it mattered to me. I see the kindness I am putting into the world and the kindness the world gives back to me. While I believe that people have inherent worth and dignity even when they are not kind, every act of kindness makes it easier to believe in that first principle. We talk in church about how we have gathered for love, service, justice, and peace. And I appreciate that we can feel that love within the church. The relationships we build here have such a positive impact on one another. When I come to church and I speak at the Gleason podium or even up here in the pulpit, I can feel the love and support radiating from the congregation. Believing in that message and in the first principle is so easy within the walls of this place. But we have to take that message of love, service, justice, and peace out of the church and practice it. I said earlier that it is easy to be indifferent. We can walk through life and ignore the people around us. It doesn't take any effort on our part, but kindness takes effort. Now don't mistake being nice for being kind. Being nice is easy. Being nice is saying hi to the people in your office or the person you pass on the street. Kindness, on the other hand, often means going out of your way. I've always thought that people in Boston aren't nice. We're kind. 
we're often incredibly rude, actually. There's a reason we're called massholes. <laughs> but we're kind. I saw proof of that on Monday, downtown. As Jay and I were driving home, I saw a man who had fallen off his bicycle outside of the public garden. He was in the bike lane on the street. At first, we were concerned for this man, but then we noticed the crowd around him. One person was clearly on the phone with emergency services, while two others were making sure the man who had fallen was okay. But mostly, I noticed the man in the street directing traffic around the accident. He just stood there and made sure that no one was going to disturb them. All of these people were presumably strangers to the man on the bike, but they all took the time out of their day to ensure he was okay. That was kindness. That is why I believe people are good. I could see it for myself. Trusting blindly in the first principle is hard, but when I see people being kind, when I see proof of the goodness in the people around me, I find it easier to believe. So for me, the easiest way to see that on a regular basis is to become the kindness I want to see in the world. Our message of love, service, justice, and peace is wonderful, but only if we practice it. If we put energy into our relationships with people, if we become the kindness we want to see in the world, maybe we have the potential to change everything, even if only for one person. And with every proof of kindness, we become that much closer to believing that every being has that capacity for kindness. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart in namaste. I bow to the divine in you. In the words of Uncle Iroh from the television show, Avatar The Last Airbender, sometimes the best way to solve your own problems is to help someone else. Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. Amen. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. 
Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace.